Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another Super Coach Insider podcast. My name is Swizz, here to continue our team discussions. We're on to team number three, the Melbourne Renegades. Before we get into that, as always, check us out on all our social media platforms and contact us via Twitter, Super Coach Insider 100 or Swizz26. Okay, I've got the Renegades third up, a bit like the Stars, double games one and three, but they don't have that buy until round seven. Do play the fancy, highly fancy Scorchers in round one and three, so they will be tough games if they can get the victories in those matches. Will go a long way for the Renegade season. Um, the issue from them is a little bit of travel. They do have a bit of space between games two and three, which is from that second game in the round one to the round two with an 11-day break, but they do play in five different venues in those first five matches for them. Uh, can see why a lot of people are interested in them. At times, I've had up to five Renegades players in my side uh, because of that double and then playing round two and then into the double again. In regards to their likely lineup, uh, Quinton de Kock is out of round one completely. So um, the people at uh, recording, 31% of you, uh, taking me out and look at another option. The popular option has been Joe Clark so far, but he's still only in 10% of teams. It's an easy one to get, make 40k that you can spend elsewhere because Clark will have the gloves and be opening the batting. Uh, crossing over from the Stars had some indifferent form last year, but yeah, somebody I think um, definitely should consider. Fraser McGurk's another one, a very popular choice, 26% currently, a lot have him on the bench. If he is named in a fantasy-friendly role, so if he is opening the batting or batting at three, then I can see a lot of people wanting to start him, and I will probably put him on the bench with the emergency on. Um, if he is in, a, If he's not in the side or looks like batting lower, um, he's an easy move to a Cooper Connolly, a Darcy Short, somebody like that who can be on your bench anyway. And you can. Um, it's not going to cost a lot of money to get up to one. Just might want to keep 5 to 10K in the bank just in case you need to make that move. Uh, then we've got Sean Marsh, Wells, Finch, Madison will definitely play. So it's sort of what, what lineup will they go. If they choose to go one less bowler, which I now actually think potentially they might do, um, I could there's for the game one and two could definitely be playing all those guys. Mackenzie Harvey may even come into thoughts instead of say a Wells. Um, that wouldn't surprise me as well. So yeah, that that could be a a top five could even make out to a top six depending if that's what they want to go. If they want to go the extra bowler, then um, it could be Rogers, Richardson, Zampa, Mudge with Siddle. Um, it, it just depends on what how they're feeling. Uh, if they want to only just go with the five bowlers and hope that Madison's able to roll the arm over, or do they need to rely on the six bowler? So Sids is still very popular. And he's actually been had some really good form um, in the um, first class games here in Australia. So he's in 24%. I can understand that 75K, very popular. I'm just worried that potentially game one, uh, depending on the conditions, they might go a certain way, and then game two, they might go the opposite way, depending on matchups. So um, I'm not as confident on Siddle playing both games if they do. Uh, um, it will just, again, depend on how many overs they want, um, if any, of Madison bowling. So Will Sutherland sitting in there at either batting at six or seven, he's very interesting. Um, I've had him in and out of my side, 21%. 
finished off really well. He had a really poor start to last season. So for a guy who still averaged 51.5 for the season, and or 51.1, and he started off with three 13 and 13 in his first three games, definitely some value there at 158 if he's bowling three or four overs to try to activate that economy bonus. We know he's a great hitter at the end. Uh, stepped up as the Victorian captain, so bowling really well in the Marsh series. He's, uh, I think, the leading wicket-taker at the moment in that. So, yeah, there's not much to... Uh, the only doubt there for him is if they play the extra bowler, is there potential that Sutherland only bowls like two or three overs? And if they play the extra bat, does that mean he falls further down the lineup? So I do have some question marks about him. I think I'd probably want to own him definitely for the round three. Um, it's just debating if I want to start him or not. Tom Rogers, I've had in my team um, up until a few days ago. His form in the uh, practice matches wasn't great. At a 184k, it's more than what I want to pay for. Um, but somebody I'm hoping will drop in value and they will get in for round three. Kane Richardson, another guy that's been in and on my side, made the Australian team for the T20 um, internationals over in India. Unfortunately, did pick up a glute injury, so he came out because of that. Could still line up round one. If he doesn't, does that mean Siddle does play Mackenzie Harvey or that Wells? That's the position that they take. And, and they just go the five bowlers then with Sids, Mudge, um, Zamps, Rogers and Sutherland with Madison maybe there um, as the backup. So that that is potential there that Richardson doesn't line up for game one. Um, if he was fully fit and going, then I probably would have had him in at 143K because I can definitely see some value there. Uh, so that's a wait and see. Zamp is the most owned player for the Renegades at 33%. Uh, what can we more say about Zamper and his form at the moment? The most ever wickets in a World Cup. Like he was bowling fantastic in, over there in that series. He does have, you know, I, I think unlike, I was going to say unlike some bowlers, he can be a bit more consistent, but he still had rounds of three, seven, and five last season. Um, a couple of big rounds, but then um, as the second half of the season came on, he, he kind of became more consistent, 34, 50, 23, 88. So I, I, I have a feeling that they're going to try and respect him and they might try to take on Mudge more than they take on Zamps. Um, you know, he's not been one. Yeah, there's been some games where he's had economy bonuses. There's other games where he hasn't. Um, and usually it it kind of goes together. So if he's taking wickets, um, it seems that like he's also, you know, smothering the opposition with runs. Um, but other games they have got off the chain and managed to, you know, take him apart so uh, I just feel like the form that he's in they could try to respect him a lot more and just might be some good economy bonuses but don't take as many wickets even though as good of a wicket taker as he is where Mudge they might actually go after um, and I have played around with that a bit swapping Zampa and Mudge the extra 5k sometimes does come in handy and Mudge at um, only in 6% of teams um, it's kind of a bit of a point of difference there, um, Mudge, you know, he has games where, yeah, last year he had a couple of nines, but other games, you know, 106, 96, again, because, you know, taking wickets, bowling well, economy rates down. So uh, I've got no issue if people want to start both of them. Uh, it might be better than hedging the bets. And now that we've Richardson injured and Rogers' form not looking good, um, something that I've also considered. Um, and just going with the two Renegades bowlers for, yeah, round one, and then you've got them there ready for round three. So that might be the best way to do it. 
so yeah, going forward, I think you probably perfect word. You might want to even start four because you know they're playing round two anyway. Um, and then you can just look at trying to trade stars players in for round three. Something that I've probably thought about as well. Unless, yeah, um, like I said in the stars, I've now got three stars players in Harper, uh, Maxwell, and Ralph. So. Um, potentially there, I could look at bringing in two stars and maybe one renegade. Uh, so if I was to start with, say, Clark, Zampa, and either a Sutherland and a Mooch, um, then I could potentially bring in a Rogers if he's che- cheaper or a Decock for round three, and then bring in two stars players for that round because the stars then have the double again in round five. Uh, and that means I've got four renegades that I can move on um, in round four if I want to. So that's kind of what I'm thinking with the Renegades. Uh, yeah, be interesting to see what everybody else is thinking out there and what they're kind of doing and, and which Renegades you're considering starting. Uh, as always, thank you for your support and we'll be next up with another video and I will move on to the Perth Scorchers. See ya.